Welcome to the Self Love Warrior Podcast. My name's Lisa, and I'm a confidence mentor, neuroscientist, and self love warrior. In this podcast, we bring personal stories, tangible tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build unshakable confidence so you can live a life Welcome you're obsessed back to with. Self Love Warrior now Podcast. Now, let's get this party started. I had said. <laughs> A few episodes back that I was going to start off every episode with two things that made my life better in the past week. And then I forgot that I said that. (laughs) So here we are. We're going to, we're going to bring it on back. Um, so two things that made my life better in the past week. Numero uno, I did a Nicki Minaj Peloton ride. So if you don't know, I got a Peloton relatively recently in December and I've been loving it. I guess, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid and so I did the Nicki Minaj ride and absolutely loved it. It was fire and it reminded me how obsessed I used to be with the Nicki Minaj Pink Friday album. Like I was in love with this album in college. So it was really wonderful bringing it back into my life and I have been listening to it ever since. The second thing was that I made brownies from scratch this week just like because I wanted to and just for myself. And I really enjoy cooking and baking, but I rarely do it, rarely do it for myself. Like I would prefer to do it for others than do it for myself. And I always told myself that this was because I just like, oh, I enjoy cooking more for others more than I enjoy doing it for myself. But I had this realization that it really isn't about enjoyment. It's about feeling like if it's just for me, if it's just for myself, it's not worth the hassle. Like, I'm not worth doing all that for. And let me tell you right now that this is not the energy that we are bringing into 2022, right? The energy that we are bringing into 2022 is that like, heck yes, I am worthy of cooking and baking nice things for myself just because. So that was a really powerful realization and also like the brownies were delicious. That was wonderful. Okay, now on to the heart of the episode. I mentioned before that I like to set goals for like the month or the quarter and I'm going to walk you through like the five steps that I take to set and like actually achieve my goals on a monthly basis. So I'm really excited for this episode and I know that whether you're listening to this in January of 2022 or later on that it's going to be super helpful. So the first thing that I do, step number one, is I set the intention. Like, how do I actually want to feel this month? What do I want this month to be the month of? And you can have everything in your whole entire life, right? But you can't have it all at once. So what I see that people do sometimes is they're like, especially in January, right? They're super motivated, super gung-ho, and they're like, okay, I'm going to like pay off all my debt and I'm going to pick up an exercise routine and I'm going to read 200 books this year and I'm going to do everything. And like, I'm going to start it all in January. But I'm a huge believer that like you can have everything you want, but that it's difficult to create that all at once. So take a look and focus on one single thing for this month. And I want you to also like be setting the goals that you actually want to have not the goals that you think you should have. So if you can have everything that you want out of life, what are your priorities specifically for this month? So like I said in that example where you're like, I want to pay off debt and I want to pick up an exercise routine and I want to start reading. Like what's 
the most important one for you to get started on right now that's going to really move the needle. And this, of course, if you can be setting goals for different areas of your life and that's totally feasible for myself, like looking ahead in January, I have some financial goals, I have some fitness goals, and I have some personal goals, right? So like I'm setting goals in these areas, but they're not these massive goals, right? They are like things that are tangible that I can handle in one month. So sit down, really set the intention, like what do you want to focus on this month and what are like reasonable things for you to prioritize? So step number two, this is an absolute game changer. So I'm really, really excited to share this. If you've never heard this before, um, I want you to be setting action-based and results-based goals. So what am I talking about here, right? So an example, results-based goal, that's probably what you're normally setting. Maybe here your results-based goal is that you want to pay off $1,000 in debt. And I don't know why I'm going with a debt example. It just feels very tangible for me. Um, So that would be your results-based goal. But I also want you to set an action-based goal. And that's what you're going to do, the actions that you're going to take that are actually going to lead to that result. So maybe for the example of paying off debt, your action-based goals would be like making coffee at home or using a monthly budget saving $200 per paycheck, right? You're going to have action-based goals and results-based goals, and they need to be aligned with each other. So you couldn't just say like your results-based goal is pay off $1,000 in debt, but your only action-based goal is like making coffee at home. Unless you are spending a lot of money (laughs) getting your coffee and like a sandwich and all your meals for the day, I guess, that's not going to add up to paying off $1,000, right? So they need to be aligned with each other. But you can think of it like the action-based goals are almost like the mile markers to your results-based goal. And the results-based goal is the thing that you really want, but the action-based goals are what are going to help you get there. And the power of this is that the action-based goals help you stay motivated because they help you feel like you're building momentum They help you stay on track so that you can actually reach that results-based goal at the end. Like the action-based goals are kind of like the bite-sized chunks that like your results-based goal is broken down to. And whether you are setting action-based goals or results-based goals, you want to be setting SMART goals. So I mentioned this briefly, and I'm just going to give a rundown of it here if you've never heard the term before. But SMART goals, so this stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So specific, if your goal is like, I want to pay down my debt, right? That's ambiguous. How, what's actually the specific language that you're going to use for that goal? So break it down into what it actually means. And I see this a lot with people who are like, I'm going to get healthy. It's like, okay, that's pretty arbitrary. That's pretty ambiguous. How can we turn that into a specific goal? Then you want it to be measurable. So again, with the same like example that I'm doing with paying down debt, okay, you want to pay down debt, how much? You want to make something that's measurable. If it's not measurable, it's going to be really arbitrary. You're not going to know whether or not you hit it. So make it measurable. You also want it to be attainable. So you want it to be something that's within reach. Now, if we 
think back to the previous episode where I talked about your vision and big picture goals, your big picture goals, that is like sky is the limit, right? That is like dream as big as you possibly can. But when we're setting, sitting down and we're making goals for this month, we want it to make be something that you can achieve and attain within that month, right? So we want to make it attainable. We want to make it relevant. And the way I think about this is like relevant to the way that you want your life to look, right? Do they follow that? Do the goals that you're setting, the action-based and result-based goals, do they follow, follow that first intention that you set for the month? Are they aligned with you? Are they aligned with you want what you want out of life and like the season that you're currently in right now? So for example, like if you say that your goal is that you want to pay off $1,000 in debt, but this month you know that you have massive expenses coming up. Maybe you have like a big tax bill or maybe you have housework that needs to be done. Like is it relevant for you right now to be setting a debt goal? So just think about it like within terms of that first step that we had of setting the intention for the month. And then the fifth one is time-based. So this one's a little bit obvious, right? We're talking about monthly or quarterly goals. So it would be within something that you can achieve within a month or within the quarter. So the SMART goals, you want to set SMART goals for both your action-based and your results-based goals. So that kind of like all goes in to step two, which is setting your action-based and results-based goals. And then step three, after you've sat down, you've been super strategic, written out your action-based and results-based goals, and they are SMART goals, then I want to make sure that your step three is like making sure that you're leaving flexibility and space for listening to yourself and your body within those goals. So I am a huge believer in like trusting yourself, listening to yourself and your body. And this is a huge way of connecting with your own power. And so what this might look like is say you want to, this is a different example. Sorry to change tracks, but I think this is a really easy one for you to understand this for. But say your goal for this month is that you want to create an exercise routine. Maybe the way that you allow flexibility and space for listening to your body is saying like, hey, I want to get in 30 minutes of movement a day. And that movement can look different from day to day. And maybe you do have like a a jotted down, you know, traditional plan that you want to follow, but you're allowing flexibility and space in your action-based goal by allowing you to just have daily movement. It doesn't need to fit into a certain box. So that would be number three, allowing flexibility and space for listening to yourself and your body within your goals. And then step number four is checking in on those action-based goals throughout the month. So these are like your daily or almost daily actions that you need to take to reach your results-based goals. So these are the things that are like moving the needle throughout the month so that at the end of the month, you can reach that results-based goal. So it's really important that you're like checking in with yourself on how you're doing on those action-based goals. And then the fifth step is getting support. So that support can be in the form of a coach. It can be in the form of an accountability partner, or even if it's just like putting it out onto the universe, like posting it on your Instagram 
and sharing with your followers, sharing with your friends that this is a thing that you're looking to achieve and holding yourself accountable because getting support can really help you ensure that you are actually achieving those goals that you set out. So just to run through that again, step number one is setting the intention. Step number two is setting action-based and results-based goals, and you want these to be SMART goals. Step number three is allowing for flexibility and space for listening to yourself and your body within those goals. Step number four is checking in on those action-based goals throughout the month. And step number five is making sure that you are getting support so that you can actually achieve those goals. And there you have it, my five-step game plan for setting and achieving your goals. And if you love this episode, be sure to share it on IG stories and tag me so we can keep getting the word out about this podcast. You are capable of incredible things and I am rooting for you today and every day. Catch you on the next episode.